hey, 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 folks, welcome back, welcome back to the Basement Show podcast, the only show filmed in a basement that we know of, praise the Lord, praise me, praise him, praise, praise him all day, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, baby, that's right, I am Refugee Ryan, and to my left is the one, one and only truth telling Tara. Oh. Yeah, baby. Thank you for sliding down the bulkhead with us. Please, will you? Won't you? Like, share, subscribe. Yes, baby. Thank you for doing that, too. Come here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, pull a bit at ass on AZZ on over to that notification bell and roar at it. <laughs> 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 so you know ASAP Rocky when we upload new mediocre content and shorts and put us in your car kid take us with you t and i want to know where we definitely can't afford to go <laughs> tbsp on the go yo we are everywhere streaming things are streamed tiktok spotify audible uh iHeart radio kids soundcloud and please feel extremely pressured to hit us up on the google <laughs> voicemail Follow that non-existent bouncing ball below that. Succumb to the right, peer baby. pressure. Now, that number is 617-286-2203. And Instagram at the.basementshowpodcast.com. Uh, we already went over the books on several episodes for the merch. That's printify.com. And if you want to buy the book, it's... Yep, description. Everything's box in book. the and description. Just, just go to it now. we got stuff to do. Thank you. All right, moving on. Yes. How are you? I'm good. good. How are you? I'm good too. Let's roll. Wow. All okay. right. We're going to hit them with the haw and give them what they came to listen to and say. T. All right. Sorry. Too oh, much goodness. Gum. All right. Oddly enough. Uh, Daddy, real needs quick. A break. Yeah. How often would you say that you dust? Every day. You dust every day? Every day. Oh, I'm embarrassed. You know why? <laughs> you know why? why? I don't like putting bugs outside, and I don't like bacteria and germs. Oh, the okay. End. How do you? What about you? Um, I I dust when I have to. <laughs> Tara, Tara, Tara. Yes, you sir. and I have been friends since how long? Nineteen ninety-five. I think so. I love you more than anything as a bestie, but you don't dust. I don't. And I, I don't love like you for it, it anyway. Because I don't like it. Right. But that means when you eventually... I avoid the things right. I don't like. Right. But when you eventually clean, it yeah. looks like a brand new house. So you're all set anyway. So, well, earlier this week, um, I had told Jay, I said, I think we need to uh, declutter a lot of things. I don't want to get into that, but that's okay. So, um, <laughs> we, I've, I've been doing that. Good. You're yeah. making progress. And I dusted this morning. For how long? One room. For how but, long? Uh, how long did it take me? I don't know how long it took me. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't timing. Right, the but whole thing. I knew it was a little raw out this morning. I had no idea that hell froze over too. <laughs> I'm just saying, T. That's it. What? All right. Okay. Let's settle down now. We're getting a little ornery now. No. All right. All right. All right. Oddly enough. Oddly let's enough. Let's check it out. Oddly enough news. Uh, Chicago TV news crew. Robbed at gunpoint while reporting on a string of robberies. <laughs> <laughs> Windy City, my whoop. That's right. Get your hands up. You're in Chi-Town. <laughs> it's a Chi-Town now. That's right. We're doing a Kanye West style. What, Ooh. son? 
A Chicago television news crew reporting on a string of robberies ended up robbed themselves after they were accosted at gunpoint by three armed men wearing ski masks. They could not have been more uh, <laughs> troping the, the, the robbery. They had a ski mask and everything. And wouldn't you see that coming down the street? Be True, like, but well, that's right, odd. They're wearing ski masks. Can I just interject for a quick second? You may. The way that you say the word ski reminds ski me of the guy from Nerds who was on that movie with John Cusack. And the French oh, girls. Oh, yeah, Curtis Armstrong. Right, and he He's goes, skiing on one ski. We don't even get decent drugs in this town. <laughs> <sighs> You know what I watched he last night? He snorts nasal spray. He you does. know where I could score some? Oh, God. I love that. <laughs> Anywho. That's important to me. All right. What were you watching this morning? Um, it was like 5 a.m. and I'm watching Roadhouse from 1989 oh, with Jesus. Patrick Swayze. They're redoing that, you know. Why? I don't know. It works just fine. Leave it alone. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be. I don't worry. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> You're not worried about Patrick Swayze's gone, right? <laughs> Yes. Leave it alone. That's it's what fine I'm the saying. way it is. All right, now I'm pissed. I'm sorry, but the okay. Spanish language station Univision Chicago said a reporter and a photographer were filming just before 5 a.m. Monday in Chicago's West Town neighborhood mm-hmm. when three masked men brandishing firearms robbed them, taking their television camera and other items. Hmm. They were approached with guns and robbed. Mainly it was personal items, and they took the camera. Get butt naked right now. <laughs> Give me all your, run your stuff. Here we go. They're putting out their own broadcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> With a ski Gad- mask. Louis yeah. Godina, the ski mask show. Yeah. Louis Godina's vice president of uh, news at Univision Chicago told the Chicago Tribune. Godina said the news crew was filming a story about robberies in West Town community that was slated to run in the morning news. He said the footage they shot was in the stolen camera, shot. and the story never made it to the air. That's shot. The oh, very funny. Shot. Gun yeah. reference. Nice. The Chicago police identified the victims as a 28-year-old man and a 42-year-old man. Police said the pair was outside when the three men drove up in a gray sedan and a black SUV. After the armed robbers took the items from the news crew, they fled in their vehicles. No injuries were reported. And no one is in custody, police said. Godinez said Univision Chicago, the local TV affiliate of the international media company Televisa Univision, mm-hmm. is not disclosing the names of the reporter and photographer to re- uh, re- protect their privacy. They're okay, and we're working on it together as a team. <laughs> Forever together. The episode was the second robbery this month involving a Chicago news crew. Oh, my goodness. After a WLS TV photographer was assaulted and robbed on August 8th while prepping to cover a weekday afternoon news conference on Chicago's west side. Wow. Stop covering things in Chicago. Right. Get out of there. The robberies prompted the uh, National Association of Broadcast Employees and Technicians, Union Local 41, that's right. Which represents TV photographers in Chicago to warn about the growing safety threats to those who cover the news. Correct. They're protecting our them. news. Our news photographers and reporters provide a very important public service in keeping our community informed. No kidding. We are committed to making sure that their safety comes first, said Raza Siddiqui, president of the Union Local 
Siddiqui told the Chicago Sun-Times that some of the new stations affiliated with the union plan to take additional safety steps, cool. including assigning security to some TV news crews. Well, they should. Yeah. They right. should. But the problem had to exist before the solution was put in place. <laughs> well, I don't you know. know what? I don't know. True. All right. You can't produce a solution to a T- problem that hasn't occurred. Hell, yeah, I don't know how I got down here half the time on Saturday. <laughs> I was running late today. I almost had a friggin' panic attack. But that's, oh, Lord. Yeah. All right. So that brings us into stupid crimes. <laughs> Robbing people at gunpoint in a ski mask. Yeah, that's a stupid crime, but that was oddly enough. So what are we? Stealing, what's going to top this? Stealing now? a TV. If you tell me it's this from is, the same city, I'm going to freak. You know what? What? It is the same city. Oh, Chicago. We're back to Chicago. Chicago. No flying kites within city limits. Chicago has plenty of parks conductive to kite flying, but city laws prevent you from doing so. We have no idea why this law exists other than the fact that whoever wrote it must have had a really bad experience with kites <laughs> and does not want to talk about it. <laughs> why don't you go fly a kite or something? Good, huh? Beat it. Go get yourself a baseball steak or something. Get yourself Screw. a baseball Screw. steak. Get out. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So um, this that leads us into this week's Get the F Out of Here. Oh, win! <laughs> I was doing a lot of win this week. Yeah, I had moving day. I'm sorry. I had to move this week. It was a really tough experience, but the, the best way I could sum this up was many hands make light work. That's the best way I can, I can sum that up. Instead of sitting here and complaining, we had to do this and we had to do that. I had, mm-hmm. I had someone inform me today, hey, bucko. Bucko. You complained you complained through half this process. What is your problem? And they know who they are, so thank you. Um, hey, Bucko. Right. Well, it keeps you humble, too. It's like if someone doesn't check you and let you know, hey, you, you're acting out of pocket, then they don't love you as far as yeah. I'm concerned. So there it is. All right. Uh, and then this last GTFOH moment um, mm-hmm. was I called this like a contest. There's always someone in our lives that... Um, we all need to use tissues at different times. Yeah. But there's always that one person that leaves that last tissue in the box and it turns into a contest at how long <laughs> can we walk around and cohabitate? Cohabitate. Whether it's another relative or it's a significant other or your person or whatever that love stuff is. Um, <laughs> and it's like a battle to the death. Battle Royale via tissue. Like who is going to take the last tissue? It won't be me because I don't want to replace the box. That's why. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's okay. this week's GTFOH, something light. There you go. All right. Feeling good. You know All what, right. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm sore. Me too. And I'm dirty. <laughs> Can you turn the water on, please? Thank you. Aww. Let it run a little bit. But Get not, up to temperature? Right, but not enough to be wasteful and no one else has hot water either. Because then you're getting a smack in the mouth, all right? Uh, okay. Who used up all the water? Would you go first this week, please? Would I go first? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, AirPods have made it way harder to tell if someone on the street is crazy or just on the phone. <laughs> I love that. I'm coming to you right now. You don't know me. What is even happening? I don't, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Um, and my last thing is, <laughs> this is very specific. Okay. But having rolled up sleeves feels normal, but if they roll up under a jacket or your hoodie, it's uncomfortable. I am stuck. <laughs> 
My sleeve is yeah. stuck. You can't, it's not breathable on the yeah. forearm. Now you're constricting it, and now you're not ready because you're going to sweat a lot. You're going to have a jacket on. Sweaty Betty. Be that's no good, Sweaty Betty. Yeah. All right. And that's your shower thoughts. That's mine. Here I always go. love it when we do this segment because I just go scatterbrain on this segment. <laughs> I write down everything well, I'm thinking. That's a fun thing, too. Yeah, it's supposed to be bang. fun, but it embarrasses me. So here we go. <laughs> you ready, folks? Watch this. Let's watch Ryan and get embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my shower thoughts for this week. Uh-huh. Football is back. I know. Oh. Giants lost their first game. I know, and I'm sorry I wept about in that. the shower. I'm so, but my rate is one by one point. And I'm okay with that. Go okay. Raiders. I'll Go it. Raiders. 17 to 16. Thank you, Al Davis gods. <laughs> and the brand new Allegiant Stadium. I love you. Okay. Um, we are growing in numbers and powers, whores. <laughs> we have subscribers and listeners. I've met some of you throughout the week in person this week. Um, on behalf of T and me, I want to say thank you and welcome. Um, I'm putting a lava lamp in my bathroom. When I get one. Why? Because I want to. Oh. And that should be enough. It feels right. Okay. Okay. What is a rabbit's top speed? Um, a jackrabbit? Yeah. Or a domesticated Massachusetts, like, bunny. I don't know. All right. We'll I'd, find I'd out. venture to say, like, okay. three or four miles per hour. All right. I got to experience a, um, and this was my thought during this experience, this <laughs> massaging 1 million PSI shower head is hot water perfection, kid. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, I know everyone loves this, and I love it too because I say this. <clears throat> T? Yes. I love. Yes. I love, I love, come here. I love it so much. Come here. Give me a little kiss. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Shows. Oh, that's, I, I don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> is that a car joke? Because I'm going nowhere. That's, oh. that's now my feelings. It are wasn't. Right. So that's yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, now it's time to um, get out the shower, dry off, brush your eyebrows, eyebrows, <laughs> comb your teeth. Comb, brush your eyebrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we're gonna do <laughs> what is this? Today I learned. Today I learned. Oh, roll me, baby. I'm hot. <laughs> Learn me some. Okay, here we go. Today I learned that the spreading of loved ones' ashes at Disney parks is so common, they have a code name for it called HEPA cleanup when the act is caught. One custodian commented that the Haunted Mansion probably has so many human ashes in it, it's not even funny. I, I don't think that's funny. I'm learning. And Bonus, bonus today I learned. Bonus. Disney uses codes and code names for things in the park. Yeah. Rude visitors are called treasured guests. Mm -hmm. Vomit is called a protein spill or a code V. Mm -hmm. And kids peeing in the pool is called a code Winnie. <laughs> Winnie the oops. <laughs> Christopher Robin, you seem to have pissed yourself in the pool again. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's lovely. I like it. Uh, I like it. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I learned well, today. That was a quick one. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be fast. I mean, you know, it just has to work right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that rolls us into horrible history. Oh, open Break your off. history books. Break them off. It is time for some horrible open, moments in history. Open it up and let's look at history. Uh, today we're going to learn about the 1982 Tylenol poisonings and mm. how they nearly canceled Halloween. 
Oh, you We're wait. a month out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's right. Let's get ready. All told, seven people in the Chicago area died suddenly and mysteriously on September 29th and 30th in 1982. Mm-hmm. One was a mother of four. Another, a healthy 31-year-old, crumpled the floor at work. The last victim, a flight attendant, was found in her apartment three days later, an open bottle of Tylenol still on the bathroom counter. Mm. Investigators and toxicologists quickly identified the culprit, tampered capsules of extra-strength Tylenol. Mm -hmm. Someone had opened the capsules and replaced the pain-relieving medicine with deadly doses of cyanide. That's right. I remember this. One of the most common over-the-counter pain relievers had been turned into a murder weapon. Mm-hmm. You're dead. You're dead, son. Mm. The 1982 Tylenol murders rocked the nation. The seven deaths were the top story in every major newspaper on October 1st, the official start of the Halloween season. Back then. Now right. we start Halloween in August. Right. And the or t- July. And the Tylenol terrorist, as the media dubbed him, was on the loose. It's better than an emotional terrorist. I don't know. Jeez. For decades, Americans had been told scary tales of Halloween tweet- treats supposedly spiked with razor blades and rat poison. Oh, I got those stories. But the Tylenol murders ratcheted up the anxiety yep. around trick-or-treating to new levels, mm-hmm. prompting cities and towns across the country to cancel Halloween. It was devastating. The official response to the Tylenol murders was swift. The manufacturer of Tylenol, a subsidy of Johnson & Johnson, called McNeil Consumer Products, initiated the largest consumer product recall in American history, ordering pharmacies and grocery stores to pull 31 million bottles of extra-strength Tylenol from the shelves. Several more bottles in Chicago area were found to contain cyanide, but thankfully no one else was hurt. They got the poison in Chicago Tylenol too? On <laughs> top of Chicago everything else? I'm here again! I love Chicago it's though. It's a Chicago-centric thing. Okay. The federal government also swept into action. Congress passed the Federal Anti-Tampering Act, ah. which promised up to 20 years in jail for anyone found tampering with medications, food, or other consumer goods. And the FDA passed new regulations requiring drug makers to package medications like Tylenol in a new tamper-proof bottle. Child-resistant caps had been around since 1970. Mm. That's why you can't get into your medicine thing now. That's right. Because Even the though FDA. you have arthritis, you can't open the friggin' thing. What are you supposed to do then? I don't know. I don't the Tylenol, know. Uh, the 1982 Tylenol poisonings was one of the pivotal moments, said Dr. Alan Wolf, a pediatrician at Boston's Children's Hospital and professor of pediatrics at Harvard Medical School. Woo! Forty years later, we take it for granted that bottles of over-the-counter medicine are shrink-wrapped in plastic, and there's a piece of foil that you need to peel back. Those tragic killings changed the pharmaceutical industry and changed federal labeling laws. When the Tylenol story broke at the beginning of October, people almost instantly started relating the poisonings to the dangers of kids trick-or-treating and being given contaminated stuff. Mm-hmm. The Halloween fears were the strongest in Chicago, of course, where the community was still we love reeling. You, Chicago, don't worry. <laughs> still reeling from the murders, and no arrests had been made. Bob Green, a columnist for the Tribune, wrote If you are a parent and you have any sense, you will forbid your child from going trick or treating this Halloween. 
in this year of the Tylenol killer, it would be especially foolish to let a boy or a girl go door to door asking for food. Right. The mayor of Chicago distributed one million leaflets encouraging Chicagoans to hand out money or small toys instead of candy on Halloween. In the suburb Chicago uh, subdivision called Poplar Hills, the Homeowners Association asked residents to hand out coupons for candy that could be redeemed at nearby stores. Now, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. But also far from Chicago, communities like Vineland, New Jersey, canceled trick-or-treating altogether, and the other suburbs and small towns followed suit in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> According to Best, who tracks reports of Halloween sadism going back to 1958, there were 12 reported cases of Halloween candy contamination in 1982, second only to 1971 when there were 14 such reports. As Best is quick to emphasize, though, a report of Halloween sadism is not the same as an actual occurrence. Despite a 40-year ongoing investigation by the FBI and other law enforcement, the perpetrator of the Tylenol murders has never been found. However, the suspect in the 1982 Tylenol poisonings that killed seven people uh, had died on Monday this week. Ooh. Officer and officers, firefighters, and EMTs responded to a report of an unresponsive person at 4 p.m. on Sunday. They found James Lewis dead in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, he was 76 years old. Mm. Following the investigation, Lewis's death was determined not to be suspicious. Mm. No one was ever charged in the deaths of the seven people who took the over-the-counter painkillers. Lewis served more than 12 years in prison for sending an extorted note to manufacturer Johnson & Johnson demanding $1 million to stop the killings. He and his wife moved to Massachusetts in 1995 following his release. When Lewis was arrested in New York in 1982 after a nationwide manhunt, mm -hmm. he gave investigators a detailed account of how the killer might have operated. <laughs> Lewis later admitted sending the letter and demanding the money, but said he never intended to collect it. <laughs> well, there's that. I feel horrible. Okay. Mission accomplished. That rolls us into Twit O the Week. Twit, Twit you. you. Twit you. Twit you. Okay. Okay. Here is the Twit of the Week. The man, a man posts a video of himself street racing brags about getting away with it, and then is arrested. Well, that definitely explains all that to a T. A man T. who posted videos <laughs> of himself street racing in the greater Toronto area and bragged about getting away with it is now facing criminal charges, say police. New York Regional Police... Uh, I'm sorry, it's not New York, it's York. Regional Police said officers received information in April about a man posting content on social media that showed him street racing in the York region and other parts of Greater Toronto. The driver frequently featured himself operating a blue 2022 BMW 5XG sedan. I have no idea if that's a good car or not. Racing on public highways, boasting about evading police, and bragging about getting away with it. Mm. Investigators said the police showed the suspect street racing with other vehicles on the highways 407 and 404. He was seen driving dangerously side by side in close proximity to other vehicles, stopping in live lanes of traffic and traveling at a high rate of speed, said mm. police. 
I love these young people who they do silly things and then post it on social media and like then it's cool when it's and then really they not. just get in trouble for right. it. And someone else could get hurt. I know. Watch. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Well, that explains that. Twitter of the week. Yeah, it is. Twit well you. deserved. Well deserved. Right. Okay, so random word generator. We're all getting to know what that is. I don't have to explain it. My word this week uh, was steal. S-T-E-A-L. Yeah. The channel is called Art and Laughter. <laughs> Eddie Murphy laughter. <laughs> okay. Time is 6 minutes and 35 seconds. 31,000 likes. 5.6 okay. million views. It was wow. posted July 8th of last year, 2022. The description mm -hmm. is carjacking fails. Ooh. Top comments. What did all the carjackers have in common? And then my, I don't know what they had in common. So when I put <laughs> my final thoughts, yeah. I just wrote, I wonder if they all got away with it. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, we have uh, your random word generator. What did you get this My week? random word was was transportation. Ooh, logistics. Yes. The title is An Animated History of Transportation. Awesome. <laughs> is this Thomas the Tank? No. Damn. The channel is called The Atlantic, and thankfully the video is 2 minutes and 33 seconds long. Okay. Basically, what they do is they use slides and very um, basic animation to show the various ways transportation has changed and adapted over the years. It's not your animation, though, right? No. So <laughs> it's it's mediocre. The first is like a canoe, and the second is like skis. Skis! skis. Again! One ski! My top comment is, uh, well, walking was technically the second thing people learned to use for transportation. <laughs> Which I, I like that. I do too. I do. That's funny to me. I yeah. like that. All right. So um so that's your random word generator for this that week, folks. Is, yeah. yeah. And then um do you, do you want to introduce the new segment ish thing? Oh, or? you're the introducer. Yeah, I, I'm kind of an MC, kind of. Kinda, I don't know. All right. Kind so, of a big deal. T and I would like to introduce this new segment, see what you guys think of it. Uh we're, <laughs> we're gonna call it the scam spotlight. Yes. So take it away, T. Let's see. What we got. Okay. The scams. This week's scam spotlight mm -hmm. is for the UPS text scam. Oh. I've actually been a victim of this myself. God, this is awful. Because when you get packages and stuff, you know, Bad. then they, yeah. Now we're gonna give you some info to make you feel safe. Let's go. So mm. the I like that. Yep. It, yes. The UPS text scam is a type of phishing scam in which frauders, <laughs> fraudsters send text messages claiming to be from UPS. Uh, with information about delivery. Mm -hmm. The message will typically include fake tracking numbers mm -hmm. or information about a supposed missed or rescheduled delivery with a link to provide a uh, to get a new delivery date. Mm -hmm. So the four most common UPS text scam examples are the fake UPS delivery notification. Correct. Text claiming you owe a delivery fee. Won't ever have to do that. You already paid for it if it's real. UPS texts that send you to phishing sites, and uh, which is basically like a, a site where you would put in your personal information. Right. Click this button, put in your yeah. personal info, and we will take you for everything you have. Yes. 
scam text that in, uh, infect your device with malware. That's right, usually which breaks through the back yeah. of your firewall. Now your phone doesn't work right because they have all your information. <laughs> have a good day. So if you receive any text messages like these, slow down, be cautious, do not click on any links. Nope. The easiest way to avoid this scam is to just contact UPS directly with any questions. Mm -hmm. Before you click on a link or respond to a text message, you can get a hold of them at... Uh, 1-800-742-5877. It's 24-7. You just, boom. Right. Or you just visit the UPS online contact center. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have resources like that yet, and you're the person holding the phone, and you're not sure what to do, mm -hmm. ask for help. Take it, for some, right. take it to someone who's better with phones than you. That's common <laughs> sense. Ask for help. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So that's our new segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We're going to try and give you some more information each week um, that we research that's really going to kind of help you out in a very simple way. That's what we're trying to do. All right. Cool. Cool. We're helping. That's right. we got to do something when <laughs> we're down here in this place. It's filthy. No, Aww. I'm kidding. You just you're straightening it up. I'm joking. It is filthy. Okay, so that brings us into uh, A and I tells the whole story. A and I tells the story. My favorite thing because we don't have to do anything. I know it's so nice. <laughs> we get to unwind now. I know. That's right. We got out of the shower. We learned something. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's a soft cushion. It is. It's nice. This is called apple picking season. Woohoo! Honey crisp, go. baby. Here we go. My favorite <laughs> apple ever. Honey crisp. I have never been apple picking before. Oh no. It was a new experience for me. I was very excited. We were picking apples from the apple tree. <laughs> the tree was over 100 years old and the apples were ripe. This was the first time I had ever picked apples. After picking the fruit, we were ready for a snack. Yeah, you were. Have some fruit. As we walked around the tree, I noticed a large round hole in the trunk Junk. a hole like this was called a pumpkin hole <laughs> it looked like a pumpkin pumpkin ass having hole. there was also a hole that looked similar to a pumpkin's they were all around us my dad and i picked the pumpkin i'm pumpkin chunking he was picking up the pumpkin and Get it, then daddy. he picked a small piece of pumpkin to put in a bag daddy why the pumpkin was so big that it was hard to pick it up. Yeah, it was. After we got it, we put it in the bag and we started walking back. Hmm. As we walked back, I started to get really scared because I thought that the pumpkin was going to fall over. Yeah, pumpkin lumpin. But it didn't fall down. When I got home, my dad told me to just pick the top of the pumpkin and put it in the bag and it would be fine. But daddy... So I did that, and that was it. That was it. That was my first experience of picking. I was very nervous and scared. You said that. My mom and dad had to help me. It was really hard for them to watch. They had no idea what was happening. Because <laughs> you're doing it but wrong. They were so That's right. proud of me and my accomplishments. <laughs> After I finished picking the big pumpkin, we put the small one in. Then we had to go pick another one because we couldn't fit the one we got back in with the others. What happened to the apples? I don't know. I'm lost. I was very scared and excited. So, after I took the second pumpkin home and started eating it, the other pumpkin fell over and we were all very disappointed and upset. 
It wasn't the best thing that I've ever tasted. Oh, I'm glad yeah. that my parents didn't eat it. I'm glad they didn't kick you out. But it is the only thing I have <laughs> ever eaten from an apple orchard. But it was a pumpkin! This is why I want to go apple picking in my life. Oh, and she's done. All right. Well, that was her way of telling us in about <laughs> under five minutes that pumpkin spice is back. I don't oh. know. Oh. I don't know. I have no idea. Awesome. Awesome. That was bizarre. It was bizarre. That was bizarre. Did you have some fun today? Of course I did. A little bit? Uh, Not a uh, lot of bit? Well, I would say a, a moderate uh, amount of fun. Mm -hmm. So would you agree that, you know, we got it going on, we're just... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's a little weird, it's a lot of fun. A okay? little weird and a lot that's of fun. I, that's right, baby. Give me a pound. <laughs> Give me a pound. All right. So, folks, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And turn on that notification bell. And remember, here we go, Ryan's quote of the week. You ready? I'm ready. And I quote, if it's not mine, it's someone else's, and they get the quotes. <laughs> if you stick it out, you will erase all doubt. How about that? Take it. Yeah. And uh, there's no Google voicemails this week. No. I guess it's vacation free. time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So let's hit the outro. All right. Here we go. You love us. We love you. We'll be back. In two and two. That's right, baby. Shorts next week. That's right. Watch out for the shorts. And go back and binge. If it's raining, binge. Eat snacks. <laughs> get comfy. Put have on. Have a pumpkin. Yeah, have a pumpkin. <laughs> have two. Put them under your snuggie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apple picking. I know. Honeycrisp. I need it. I do. It's so sweet.